This episode of the Turf District to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group, and once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing funds. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. You can learn more at ecfoundation.org. Enjoy the show. Hey, fellas, we ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us goes down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Light me up. It's time to huddle up. The Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And we're also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show tonight, and uh, I think for the first time in 8 million years, I'm excited to be recording on a Labor Day evening, because uh, we actually have something fun to talk about, uh, and we do have a great guest with us this evening. Uh, first, for the celebratory gentlers, we need to go to Superfan Mike. There they are. <laughs> the big smile. Very, very energetic. Yes. Yes. Well, it's been a while. It's been a, a week, as they say. Uh, yeah. Or a minute. It's or been a minute. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been one <laughs> of those. Whatever the kids are saying these it's days. It's been one of those things. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> been, I'm a few gins in. What can I tell yeah, you? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> celebratory gins are in order. That's important. That's, That's important. Right. Um, let's uh, let's bring in our guest because you, you kind of heard him in the background, and uh, we have lots to chat about. Yes. So, uh, joining us as he usually does post Labor Day, uh, it's the one and only Brazilian Thai. How you doing, man? Um, doing better now. It was a pretty rough morning and early <laughs> afternoon, but there we. The recovery is well underway. Okay, well that's that's good to know. Has the resting heart rate come down? That's important. Uh, it's like ninety. Oh, good. So okay, well bit. it's down. It's down it, enough that I feel a little more secure about having you on the show for this amount of time. Just like the song says, a spoonful of butter helps the medicine go down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was. I think it's a song, isn't it? That was very well played. That was very well played. Um, of course, uh, Brazilian Thai uh, from our uh, Alberta Pod Network uh, brethren, as well as the Canadian Football Podcast Network, uh, with the Two and Out Podcast. Um, how is how's the year been for you so far and uh, and now that you're reasonably recovered how was your labor day weekend uh the weekend was real good uh golfed and ended up at the lake and it all spiraled out of control at about <laughs> one in the afternoon so a normal weekend for <laughs> you well. yeah okay i mean if anybody who knows me saw that coming from a mile away <laughs> uh the year has been kind of a crapshoot for me work-wise and you know didn't go back to work after christmas and kind of 
waited for phone calls that never came. And then eventually they did come once uh, everything kind of settled down a bit, I guess. And now I just, yeah, basically work and spend my Sundays talking to Trav. <laughs> and doing all the stats. All of the stats. It's the worst. I didn't do all of them today because I just didn't have time. All right. Well, now you've totally blown it for the entire plan for the show. So that's, that's... You didn't think I, I actually prepped for this in that short amount of time, did you? No, I'm just kidding. That's why I brought you on. That's, that's Ty's yeah. the stats guy. Um, no, let's uh, before before we get into the games themselves, uh, Mike, you and I are, are celebrating once again going 1-2 in the uh, CFPN fantasy league uh in points and and you took the first place this time by uh picking up one vernon adams jr uh very well played sir and uh thank goodness for mike jones Ooh. thank you uh for uh pulling off that massive td at the end which pulled me ahead to win my my uh game this week as well so that was uh that was very exciting uh how was your fantasy week there brazilian tie I ended up with 104.9, so I'll take it. Wow. Uh, And then in our podcast league, uh, I think I'm in second place now for overall score total. So, and you're right behind me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm close. I'm close. Yeah. We've had some decent weeks. (laughs) Yeah. We've been, we've been back and forth a little bit in, uh, in the fantasy Mm -hmm. side of things, but, um, oh, it's, you know, it's fun when you start to get to know the guys. And and I know that, like you said, you've been posting all the stats most of the weeks. Um, and you, you just post that on the two and out site, right? Uh, yeah. And we put the link on Twitter and, I re- I make a couple friends retweet it, so yeah, okay. <laughs> try, try to get as many people as we can. <laughs> oh well, you're welcome. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I I I've actually really liked kind of diving into the numbers a bit more, and it's uh, I know for a couple of weeks it's helped me. A couple of weeks I've gone on a gut, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's lots of times where, you, you know, you see the depth chart and you revamp your roster and all of a sudden it works out, right? So Yeah, and um, it's not an exact science. It's far from it, right? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mike, how did you pick your roster this week? Because, man, you, you really had a good week. Yeah, I think 113 point something this yeah, week. Not bad. It was amazing. That's easy for this week <laughs> by a long shot. Uh, Ty, that was fantastic. Poor Travis. Just got oh. st- Steamrolled this week. Yeah, I lucked out. I mean, I took um, a couple of stamps that helped. I took uh, Ambles and Huff. Huff's been mm-hmm. doing really well, especially since Mayor came in. Uh, so I thought I'd give him a shot. I mean, it wasn't a perfect roster by any means. I took Justin Davis from Ottawa. That was a horrible mistake. Three point eight points. <laughs> uh, Sean Term- Thomas Erlingson was like six point seven points, but uh, Mike Jones was twenty point seven. Uh, Ambles was 22.8 and, and Josh Huff was 15.5. So that was the majority outside of Vernon Adams. And as much as I didn't want to take a defense uh, and just get some better players there, at least I got 13 out of the Montreal defense. So, But everybody took them. So mm-hmm. it was really no better than anyone else. I'm glad you picked a defense before we had Brazilian tie on or all of a sudden we would be in a 10 minute rant about why you don't pick, why you have to pick a defense every week. And you should. <laughs> Well, you're circumventing the yeah, exactly so so we're all and as a rider fan i know all this is that. Oh. <laughs> that was well played travis is definitely watching because we're getting some comments i, so I can only imagine i can only imagine uh yeah. we will get to those in just a second uh first yeah, no you know worries. before we talk about our win um i i do have a little clip that i would like to play from last week's show 
that I think is okay. Let's just line this up here. This is my really high technical mode of playing into the microphone, but let's play this. Mike, do you know what Calvin McCarty's record is in the Labor Day game? Uh, Labor Day game is not so good. No, no. So well, that's because he's always been on the wrong sideline. No, he's going to take that record with him. It's going to be fantastic. That's the part that we're excited about for this week. I mean, you guys can hope that, but you guys can't think that. There's no way. There's there's a there's a part where where love and logic separate, and it's with the results of the game this week. <laughs> is this the guy saying that his team goes eighteen and zero every year? Love tells you that they have a chance. Uh, logic tells you they're about to get destroyed. <laughs> okay, and. Um... Uh, I I think it played out a tad differently. <laughs> a little, little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Um, so the Elks pick up the thirty-two to twenty win uh, yes. with um, Trevor Harris has come onto the scene this week. Uh, did anybody? Uh, does anybody know how many fantasy points he got this week? Thirty-two point eight. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> 398 yards, four yeah. touchdown passes. Yeah, it was a good it was a yeah. good week. I've seen better. <laughs> right. Are you are you saying that solely because of what happened Not in your week, but... game yesterday? <laughs> I don't want to talk oh, about it. Oh, we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fact the fact that Winnipeg's backup almost outscored their starter. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think too many people had Maguire in their lineups. But um, I'm, oh. I'm just going to say that. Uh, so watching the game, uh, Brazilian tie, what, what stood out for you in, in the game, uh, with the Elks and the Stamps today? Uh, Trevor Harris, it was a different Trevor Harris than we've seen. I think this entire season, Yeah, he was really intense and it seemed like he was, he was just, he wasn't going to lose this game. Uh, you know, we saw early in the year, you know, a couple guys get the dropsies and, you know, kind of doesn't, doesn't look at them much anymore uh Ellingson and Walker didn't really sh- play all that well to start the season but now everything's just clicking and yeah I thought it was a totally different Trevor Harris yeah I would agree and I I would also say that hit like the zip on the ball today was completely different mm-hmm. it was yeah. it, it was coming out of there like a bullet uh I was very very yeah. impressed with that uh Mike your first impressions uh, loved getting to see him going to the new receivers right yes. away. Uh, they had some great passes, and the first two touchdowns uh, were was a great statement, and that really opened it up for Walker and Ellingson later on, and and of course Mike Jones. Who? There it is. <laughs> a little bit of lag there, but that's I got okay. it. Uh, another great game. I mean, 107 yards receiving for him. Uh, being able to spread the ball around in four different touchdown people receiving the ball, that was amazing. So uh, just a killer game, as Ty said. And he went into this game with everyone talking about how he had never beaten Calgary in his career. And uh, that was a statement game. Well, and if you were watching the first part of the TSN broadcast, you heard it a whole bunch of times. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There you go. See, I'm just boiling Ty's blood again. (laughs) Just just pushing every button. (laughs) Ty, tell us about Glenn Suter. How do you? <laughs> oh, I finally get it. I I'm get so... it. <laughs> I'm asking the question that Travis never wants to ask because he wants his show to be done in 55 minutes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's a, we, we know how this works. Um, the, the other part I want to talk about with this game, though, was it wasn't just the offense. I mean, the offense did fire on all cylinders. Absolutely. 
but the defense played very well uh, as well. And I, I thought the the front four were getting fairly consistent pressure um, and, and definitely making Meyer have to think about, or Mayer, I should say, uh, think about those passes. Um, I would say we were a tad lucky with the Calgary having a few dropsies today. Um, and sure. and I don't, I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that we mention that, but, but I think that that, that defense was making them think twice about it. So it wasn't just an offensive explosion, although it was. Um, it The defense played really well as well. So um, anybody else that stood out for you in the game, Ty? Uh, you know, James Waller Jr. didn't have, like, the, the stats didn't look like, a, like he was a world beater, but I thought he played really well uh, considering what... Uh, Trevor Harris did through the air. It seemed like James Wilder could still get stuff done on the ground. And, you know, he con- contributed that touchdown, which was through the air. But, I mean, he was still a big part of the offense today, too. Well, and he was the major distraction, right? He was the, like, mm-hmm. the play action all through the, the first half was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. not the dummy, you TSN lineup guys. He's the, the decoy. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's what they were saying. I don't, it doesn't Davis Sanchez had a real bad day today. <laughs> oh, we love Davis. Come on now. He got yeah, screwed. Yeah, you got okay. screwed. Um, anyone else for you there, super fan, you want to give special mention to? Yeah, I think Malik Clements had a phenomenal game for a guy that came into his very first game playing middle linebacker on Labor Day in Calgary. That's pretty tough pressure. Uh, he led the team in, in sacks today. Uh, he didn't really seem out of place that much in the entire game. And and I don't think that, uh, you know, he, you could look at him and think, oh, this is a guy in his first game. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I was worried that they were going to exploit that and, and have Kerry running up the middle quite a bit to, to test him. Right. But uh, they tried a couple of times and then Kerry was going to the outside. So that was uh, that was pretty good. Yep. Uh, and in my last positive, I'm, I'm just going to go with the, the offensive line getting put together yep. like the um I don't even remember what the name of the guy who was playing left tackle this week but Wesley, uh, Wesley. thank you yeah you I, I was going to say another walker but that wasn't true so Wesley nope. um but Trevor had time and there yes. the pocket formed really well for him which gave him that time to get the ball out I was I was really impressed with how they played I I think did Trevor end up, I think, with one sack? And then there was the one that was a sack that was then called back on the roughing the passer. But right. um, but yep. overall, I thought they they gave him the time, which I, again, I, I didn't have a lot of confidence going in with, especially on left tackle with a guy you just don't know. So that was a, that was a, right. a huge deal. Um, let's talk about some things that uh, maybe might need a tad of improvement or, or had, were a little rougher. Um Got any of those Brazilian tie? <laughs> like I thought the officiating was going to get better when Bradbury got hurt. <laughs> I lobbed that one up there for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna hang a foul. You're gonna hang a curveball. I'm gonna put it. That's in right. That's deck. what I figured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it it did. Uh, although I don't think it was just our game. No, no. Let's say that. Like it was all weekend. The, roughing the cage. <laughs> that was the worst call i've ever seen uh, yeah that was a tough one that was a tough one all right um yeah there was uh, there was a lot of 
people, I, I know when it came down, when they, they were um, reviewing the, the roughing the passer in, in any of our, uh, any of our reviews today, I never once went, Oh yeah, this is what it's going to be because I had no clue what they were going to call. And uh, it just right. goes to that consistency side of things. But uh, super fan, what do you got for improvements? Um, I thought that they had a really good game plan targeting Williams, who was replacing Grimes in the mm-hmm. secondary. Uh, he didn't have his best game, but he still did come up a couple of times and, and make some great um, stops. Um, so that was good, but it, to me it was the penalties. Yeah. Um, the penalties that came at the worst time. Uh, Kwaku mm-hmm. had that one roughing the passer, and it looked like, at least when watching it, that he was trying to pull up, but he just didn't try yeah. enough. And then, uh, again, when we had the interception, then it was uh, a pass interference, which was, yeah. you know. Ticky-tack. Yeah, it was pretty ticky-tack. I mean, there was also a ticky-tack one against us, so I, right. you can't really complain that way. But, yeah, they just came at the worst time, and they both led to touchdowns. Yeah, so. very true. Yeah. Be yeah, the, and for having been so good over the first couple of games, uh, granted yeah. that we didn't win those games, but you, you don't want the penalties to be running up right. there. All, at least Calgary ran up some penalties too. It wasn't just us. So that uh, the, the balance, I guess. In a Bradbury game? That would so weird. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so weird. Um, and I guess the, the other thing, and I almost hate to say this, but I, Sean had an off day and we're not used to that. Like we're not like one for three. If he's gonna, then this is the time yeah, to do it. That's true. And uh, you O'Neill didn't have his best day no, either. No. no, the kicking in general was a little yeah. leaving something to be yes. desired. Yes. Yep. Uh, and and special teams. I'll give a little. I, I mean, Eisler comes in, which we were going to talk about that they they did bring in uh, Terry Eisler as the the special teams coach. Um, I think. That you can see some things starting to form. At least there was there was a little more aggression on the blocks, but it wasn't um, like Terry Williams still didn't get that chance to break out. Um, you know, so uh, but maybe we can progress as we go through the year. Well, I mean, it's a brand new coach. Um, from what I've been hearing uh, online and other places, uh, Terry, uh, yeah, Terry Williams was talking about. Um, how it was sort of a lot of gray uh, and I've sort of dug into that. And what they're talking about is they just say, you know, take the guy that's coming at you. But when there are five guys coming at you, what guy are you supposed to take? Right. So if you have two guys taking the same guy coming at them and then one guy blows past you, you're just not going to get any yards. Right. Um, so I think we're going to see when we see Eisler get a little more, uh, you know, games under his belt, it's just good. I mean, he's been here several times. This is his fourth go around with the team and he's been doing this for a long time. So I think that, um, being used to the Canadian game for as long as he has, uh, I think it's going to just improve things as the year goes on. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It should be rather interesting. Uh, let's go over a couple of little news tidbits and then we'll take the, take, go into the YouTube questions. Um, obviously the big thing last week was, uh, Jacob Ruby being released, um, Yep. Uh, due to, do we say breaking COVID protocol? Kind of. Yeah. Unintentionally. Uh, kind of. Allegedly. Something. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well, 
Mis- misrepresentation. Okay, that's a good. That's yeah. Look at you coming up with the big and excellent word in this moment. That's good. Yeah. There we go. Um, disappointing for sure. Um, I, for yeah, for t- yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, but I th- uh, but I think the right thing to do. I, I think if that is yes, what happened, then that is what needs to needs to come down. Um, the the CFL ban part. Um, I don't know if that had to be announced publicly. Honestly, uh, I I think that most teams should have gone well. Uh, I, if he's done that, I don't want him on my team, and that should have been the end of it. It could have been behind closed mm-hmm. doors. It could have policed itself a little bit. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my feeling on that. But yeah. uh, but I mean, the release here, I totally get it. Um, that makes sense. The other thing that, I, and I know this because this is going to spark some YouTube comments between um, the win and everything else. The <clears throat> the Toronto game is rescheduled. So, and we're going to play yes. it in Toronto, which is great. Um, that's all we need to say. That's all. We- <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Elks will now play three games in seven days, all away from home. So, um, if anyone thought that there wasn't a penalty for them breaking the COVID protocol, I would suggest you look at that week's schedule. And uh, yeah. now it was voted on by both teams um, and players, and, and unanimous, unanimous from both teams saying that they were ready to play it, um, so as not to you know, forfeit a paycheck, but that, that is going to be a tough week, both for us and for them, because we're going to have to plow through a lot of information in a short amount of time for, uh, for that particular week. So, uh, Ty, give me your thoughts on, on that whole situation with the schedule. That there's no, you're going to win one of those games. If you don't, if you don't win the first game, you're going to win three possibility for sure. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you, you got, they're not gonna be able to practice. You can barely play four games later, like playing three and seven. It's yeah. It's a, it's a pretty big penalty when you look at it and all the way from home, it, it's not ideal, far from ideal, but you know, they're going to have to win games. They got to start winning games now. Like I mean, they started that today, but because, you don't know what the, those three games are going to be like. Like, right. guy gets if a guy gets hurt in that first game, it's not like a week to week thing. Like, it's he's going to miss two more, probably, right? And so, it's going to come down to managing guys. Like, I don't know if one of those games has to be a throwaway game. Maybe if they don't need the win for standings, just to make sure guys aren't getting hurt and stuff like that. But yeah, it's that's going to be a it's probably. The, that's the toughest schedule I've ever seen. Like we, we complain about three and 11. Right. Yeah. Right. For the red blocks. So they seem to get that every year. Right. Uh, and now we got three and seven and I didn't think they'd do that, but here we are. Like, it's like roughing the passer. You just don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> That's fair. Super fan. What did you think about that? <laughs> I mean, this is a real old school kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. back in the day in the fifties, they were playing literally every Saturday, Monday, Saturday, Monday, Saturday, right. Monday, Saturday, Monday, uh, absolutely crazy. the, the one advantage is that Toronto is playing um, like the, almost the same distance between their game and our game. Right. Um, the one before, they think it's four days before and ours mm-hmm. is three days before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be almost just as beat up as we are. So I think that we at least have an almost equal footing in that time. The BC game is going to be tough. Yeah. The fact that we're able to dress five extra players per uh, game uh, as is Toronto and then BC the week in the last week uh, is is helpful but I mean five players I mean there's certain guys you just can't replace like we're not going to be seeing Dakota Prukop in in the game right. against BC 
um, as Ty was saying, like one is a throwaway game. You almost have to say Toronto is that game because it's yeah. not within division, right? So you're going to Sask. I'm still not entirely sure why they flipped the Saskatchewan games to home and away. Do you, do you, um, because do you it think was that's part of the punishment? Home... Maybe. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why they would do it, though. Yeah. Because that also, like, people are maybe planning to go to Saskatchewan before, and now they have to move it a week because now we're playing the, right. the second game in Saskatchewan versus the first game. In the it's just game. too bad that game wasn't against Winnipeg because there's a really good joke there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, you know, still got a lot of season left. Maybe yeah, it can end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't know where that's going to end up. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I looked at it as there was. Uh, uh, there was a bit of of a punitive side of it, but there was also okay. This is where we can fit it, and take it or leave yeah. it. And you know, are you going to forfeit or not? Okay. And they took it. Yeah. So, so at least they chose to it. It's going to be interesting how many of these PR guys we're seeing, and I wonder if there might be a little more rotation in the next uh, few weeks to see some right. of these PR guys so that they're prepped for that week a little bit more. And, uh, you know, Ernest Edwards had a good showing today, so maybe we'll see him in, the, in that week a little bit more just because they swapped some guys out, right? So Yeah. So we'll, ha- we'll have to see. The poor doll will be flowing <laughs> freely in that in that locker room, I'm sure. Yeah. Tolliver also Absolutely. had a good game. I mean, we're seeing some receivers at yeah. least that are, are playing some good games. But again, your quarterback is your quarterback. I just don't see Dakota Prukop yeah. drawing in as the starting quarterback. That's, in any of those that's games, fair. So. Yeah. No, it's going to be interesting. Um, okay, Mike, let's shoot with some YouTube comments here that we can uh, get back to. And then we'll, we'll get to the, the ones this week. <laughs> you bet. Uh, so the first one here. Uh, is from a uh, long-time listener, first-time poster, called Two and Out CFL Podcast. Uh, says, a, uh, looks like Andrew Harris has been sharing his stuff with Superman Bikes team. Hashtag cheater. And then followed by, all in caps, I quit. <laughs> Wait a second. What do you mean? I think you touched yeah, a nerve this week, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Well, I... I played. I played all my positions. Well, Mike, I'll, I'll expect you to uh, submit your uh, urine test for your fantasy pool um, before the weekend, so that we can <laughs> run that through and make sure everything is clean. Um, on, on the side of someone's house, maybe. Or, yeah. Anyway, sorry, um, not sorry, Travis. Okay. You no, know, just saying. <laughs> um, Ken Ludwig said that uh, maybe there should be a prop bet next week for gold. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, poor Ty. So, <laughs> my day was already started off so bad getting waken up by a two-year-old at eight in the morning oh with a hangover and then you drove that at me wow. no oh. okay, so when, when do we do the t-shirts the goalpost for mvp when do we do those wouldn't it be oh MLT? that's true yes, yes. Uh, i forgot which lee yeah most outstanding exactly okay. <laughs> oh that's the shirt right there most outstanding post <laughs> yeah been there done that yeah, got excellent. that t-shirt okay literally um let's see uh ken litwig also said that uh this was trevor's best game by far this year and i think that's pretty much agreed across Absolutely. the board there um maybe i mean his best game certainly since that montreal game in the uh, yes. playoffs last year or last season um 
Travis again that Ty's heart rate just spiked to 140 when he mentioned <laughs> I think it went to 140 when we mentioned referees. That was uh, that was a <laughs> hundred. Wow. Oh, okay. It's done pretty visual proof. Okay. That Nyquil's doing its job. All right. Nike. Nice. Oh my. <laughs> Uh, Ken also says that uh, Terry Williams was not in great position on a number of plays on oh, returning. Okay. Um, it's pretty hard to argue that. <laughs> and Travis said heart rate at 165 <laughs> okay, now. So It's good that he's uh, keeping track. Yeah. Exactly. And lastly, Ken says, welcome to the Elks. Derek yes, Montfrey. yes, we did have to uh, talk about uh, – this is going to make Ty cry. There's heart rates going up again. Um Derek Moncrief, I, I, that surprises me. Um, did that surprise you, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, very much. I thought the, the linebacking core had been really doing quite well considering all the rookies on that, that team, but, uh, it looks like Brock is like, nope, we're just going to keep improving the team as much as we can whenever we have a shot. And, and it sounded like Toronto surprise <laughs> and, uh, the riders were in on the Moncrief, uh, uh, as well. Uh, but he ended up choosing Edmonton, so that worked that's, out great for us. That's interesting, and I, I wonder who you rotate out though for him to come in. That's the that's the gonna be the interesting part because I thought Niles Morgan still a had a great game. Have, like I, I don't, I that's gonna be interesting. Go three four. Oh, see, so yeah, Noah. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> there we go. As a Steelers fan, I am all for the three four. See, I'm that, just saying. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. So you'd have like, is there is there a reason that no CFL team does that? It seems to be cyclical, right? They'll go in yeah. and I mean, hell, at one point we had two down linemen, four linebackers, and six DBs for a <laughs> a standard set. So wow, yeah, but yeah. but. That was in the Doug Flutie days when we had to go against him. But, but yeah. Mm, that but 3-4, I mean, ooh, that could be rather interesting. A lot of potential yeah, there absolutely. For sure. Or. Mm-hmm. But then who do you pull out for the defense? I, I guess the other thing is, is, is Biera possibly more so than just COVID-19 protocol? And is, is there has something come up right. that way? And so we needed to, we need to fill a hole there somehow. Does, does Niles Morgan move over and you have a chance to put Derek Moncrief in there? That would be rather interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, uh, not upset about that. Just curious on how it's all going to play out. No. And then sort of going back to the depth chart as well, uh, uh, Travis was asking, after today's performance, do you figure the Elks stick with just the one starting Canadian receiver? Uh, mm, That's a good question. I, I don't know. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, I mean, we were we got to go with the best players that are out there. We were starting at 1.10 starting Canadians when you only need seven. So we have a lot of flexibility there. And if it's the best five receivers happen to be, you know, three Americans and two Canadians, you go with that. But if there's four Americans and one Canadian that's better, that's where you got to roll. Yeah, I think um, I, I noticed at the beginning of the game, I was thinking, well, Ernest Edwards, especially after that, that big run. I mean, Tolliver had an amazing game too, but you, you kind of have yeah. that. Is, is this another kind of um, Darrell Walker, Brandon Zilstra situation where they, they come off the PR and you're come like, Oh roster. my God, we can't, we can't take him off the roster because look at what he can yeah. do. Um, Brian yeah, Mitchell too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you think on that Ty? I, I, I totally agree with Mike. You have to put your best players on yeah. the field. Yeah. 
Uh, and if you have, if we saw the Riders have what four starting Canadian receivers in '07. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was basically the Canadian Air Force, right? So I mean, they they are out there, but I mean, you're not gonna look to start a Canadian just because and I right. teams that do aren't usually winning football games. Right. So I think there's got to be some, they have to be balanced, but if there's guys that can pop in, mm-hmm. then it's definitely a possibility. I will, I will say that. Yeah. Um, although I do think that, you know, I think Tavon Smith is, is a, an amazing receiver and, sh- and when yeah, healthy, exactly. Yeah. And, and yeah. maybe that's the trade off, right? Is if he's not ready to go, then we know we've got these other guys that can pop in. So that's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, any other specifics on there, Mike? Anything with the schedule or anything like that? Or should we, can we move on? That's the end of the question so far. I'm sure okay. the more will be coming, but Perfect. for now, that's it. Did you have a horrid item for us this week, Superfan? Uh, I do have just a, a All right. quick Let one me here. Bring you um, something I, I picked, I was showing uh, the room off today at guests yes. watching the game. Um, and so I wanted to sort of show the room. And one of the things that, uh, I sort of noticed that I'd forgotten I had um, is a jacket uh, from that's probably from the 80s, if I had to guess. And you can see the lovely there. And it's a staff. Oh, jacket. nice. So this would have been worn on the sidelines by anyone who was staff in the, the 80s. Oh, games. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And, and, you know, it even fits, does it. So. Clearly, it was a felt kind of oh, guy. Oh, okay. Back in the day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just sort of, I found this uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I just sort of dug it out of storage. I'm like, oh, that's you right. Should, I forgot you should wear that, that to so. a game. That'd be amazing. Could you, Matt? Just walk it. Yeah, maybe I can get Dude, it. Just walk yeah, exactly. wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> just keep wanting staff. 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 Says staff. Says, doesn't that, doesn't that mean a, yeah. all of a sudden yeah. you've turned into uh, uh, Wayne's World, right? Yeah. Stuff. I can yeah, I can go wherever I can go wherever. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. I have this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Cool. Thanks, man. That was that was really good. All right. So this week we have uh, a lot of games going on, um, but of course, um, the one we want to talk about the first, the first, the one we want to talk about first. Now that I've controlled my English, see, I'm still so excited that we actually won that I get to talk about a win. It's weird. Um, the Return Classic uh, returns to the Brick Field at Commonwealth Stadium this coming Saturday. I believe it is a 5 p.m. start, so that will mean tailgate will be open sometime around 3, Superfan. And as I yep. recall, well, I know what we are having, but what are we having? Yes, sir. We are having, uh, apparently I'm told they are also called Dory Loco, but we call them tacos <laughs> nice. in a bag. <laughs> Dory Loco, well. Because they're I... Doritos. Probably don't have to. <laughs> so, uh, just making my second favorite. I was going to say so. Brazilian right. ties at tailgate. A very That's popular good. one. There you go. We'll see. We'll okay. see what happens. See, it depends on what happens Friday. Oh. Celebrity appearances. Oh, I oh the celebrity <laughs> appearances. I love that. <laughs> uh, is is Travis going up to the? Well, he must be. Yeah, I would assume. No, uh, no, uh, we got a wedding uh, on okay. Saturday. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> you both. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Taylor's going to be really thrilled, but, you know, <laughs> she kind of saw it coming. Um, 
At least we're not going to elope and piss everybody off. That's very true. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's uh, okay. Well, then you're going to miss out. So tacos in a bag starting at three o'clock. It's very exciting. Or or what did you call it? What? Dory Loco because it's Doritos and it's crazy. Oh, Dory Loco. I don't know. All right, then. When you say tacos in a bag to some people, they picture a bag with a taco inside it. So. Like a squeeze cheese or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Brazilian Thai. I thought that Dor- would get better for you because it's like butter. Like I thought that. Would... Yeah, but it's still, it's still cheese. <laughs> oh, my. Well, we won't tell him that if you put sour cream on it, it's like gravy because then he'll never eat one again. That would be horrible. Yeah. See? I don't like sour okay. cream either. Like, oh, I don't like yeah, anything. It's- just a bag of yeah. beef and yeah. cheese. Yeah. And Doritos, because Doritos are important. Yeah. And Doritos. With a side of Coke. It's very important. A cola, I mean. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Let me oh. do that. Okay. I mean, I want a party in my life. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right. So this game, um, being that we just watched the one today, and we honestly don't know what's going to happen as far yes. as COVID protocols and who's coming off and who's going to be swapped around, uh, we're, we won't be finding out really much of that until Friday. Um, Brazilian Thai, what what do you look to see in this game as uh, as the rematch happens? Uh, I, I think Calgary's got to come out way better. Like in the second half, they're they? kind of flat. <laughs> if they want to win, oh. if they want to win, like okay. they don't have to. But, um, you know, if Trevor, Trevor Harris, we need, you need this Trevor Harris again. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the, the way the receivers played today, like the guys that come off the practice roster and just get inserted in a lineup, and they're, they're the ones scoring your touchdowns. And Mike who? Jones, uh, who, <laughs> we've seen we've seen him do this in Hamilton. Or sorry, we saw him do yeah. this in Hamilton where, you know, he's not the number one option, but because those number one options are so covered up, and you know, focused on that, he's finding areas behind coverage to to catch deep ball to catch the deep ball. So, if if this offense plays like it did today, I I don't I don't see an issue next week. All right, super fan. Uh, I think we need to tighten up the secondary a bit. Uh, I'd love to see Grimes mm-hmm. coming back, um, having a secondary <laughs> option for for Williams versus. Uh, um, you know, having him be the main guy because again, they're just going to target that. Uh, I'd like to see a little more attention paid mm-hmm. to the run game. Um, I thought that um, you know we had a, a good game, but when we start doing all that play action, they don't really bite if you're not running the ball. So run the ball a little early and, and get them you know coming up to the line a bit and to stop the run, and that's when you sort of attack them over the middle. And, and then just I hope that uh, we can do better at the return yeah. game. Well, we we hope that every week. We hope, yeah. Yeah, yeah, every that, year. That, every that's, week, every that's year. True. Yeah, all those. All oh, those the first things. year of the podcast. That, that's we true. Okay yeah, with. the first but, year um, was okay. Yeah. Mike, Mike mentioned the ground game. Do we know what happened to James Wilder Jr.? No. Uh, it looks that, like a shoulder, but uh, that I mean, could that's be an issue next week too. So. That yeah. that could be a uh, that could be a big factor for sure to make sure that he's okay. I know he was it looked like he was having kind of a hard um, time catching his breath, and Nicole was laughing, yes. uh, not laughing. But she's like, um, the whole team just kind of was on COVID protocol. He's having a hard time breathing on the sidelines. You're not putting a mask on him? Yeah. But he is asthmatic. Yeah. He, apparently, so. he tweeted. Um, it was um, – a lot of people are posting now. Ken says uh, – Ken, James Walter Jr. tweeted he had a problem with his asthma and it will be oh, fine good. for okay. the next game. And Travis oh, said perfect. he tweeted it was Calgary attitude okay. and his <laughs> so, that's, 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 probably, that's probably fair. 
Maybe yeah. more of the form. I we'll think see. the most important part that we forgot to mention off the top of the show is that Calvin McCarty has continued his streak on Labor Day. It's wonderful. We love <laughs> you. We love that you, Calvin. Twice. But you we do know twice. that you're you're really helping. Thank you being down there. That's Watch right. Always. Um, <laughs> here's my here's my million dollar question for you both. Do we? Oh. S- What's Calgary. that? Calgary altitude. <laughs> <Not> attitude. <laughs> I got what you meant. Oh. I, I still yeah, stand I think you're correct. Said. Attitude is not wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would make a lot of us short of breath. Listen to the show for last week. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, does Bo play this week? Yes or no? Brazilian tie. No. Super fan. No, I don't think so. Um, I think he would have at least dressed as a backup if he was going to uh, be playing okay. next week. Uh, the fact that they put him on the one game, no, he's okay. not going to go. Not right. in five days. Well, we, we shall see. Um, that's a very costly pull off the six-game injured list, though, if you're not playing. Like, that's the part that I... Costly pull. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I, 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 think we, I think we'll see how when we hit Wednesday, but I think there's a chance we might see him. See how it goes. Um, all right, we will do uh, our Elks prop bet after we go through the other games in Brazilian tie. I'll let you pick out uh, what the prop bet will be, and I'll set a line, and we'll have a little bit of fun with that. Um, so you have some time to think about it. First game that we are going to talk about is Hamilton versus Toronto back in Toronto. Brazilian tie, who do you got winning this week? Hamilton. I, I mean, they just, Toronto did not look like the Toronto we saw in the first couple of games. Uh, their quarterback position has kind of gone to hell in a handbasket. Mm. It seemed today did not go well no, for that's either true. one of them. Uh, and uh, Hamilton, I mean, that's the offense that we expected to see. Uh, even with Jeremiah Masoli. Uh, Dane Evans comes in and looks just like their run uh, in 2019 to the Great Cup. They're just a completely different yeah, offense. Very true. Very true. Super fan? Yeah, I'm taking Hamilton. I think it'll be closer than this one. Uh, I mean, Toronto did score a bit in garbage time there. Um, but the first three quarters, it was just all Hamilton on all sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will be closer than this game, but it's still going to be Hamilton. Yeah, I think it'll be closer as well because it is at BMO and the Argos do tend to right. play better there. Um, but I I really think we the biggest difference, and, and like somebody mentioned it on Twitter, I should be giving credit for, but um, having Laurent and Wynn back in there, what a difference on that defensive line. And that... That made Toronto's offense have a lot of panic. Like it, it did not function the same way because of those two guys. So I still think we'll see Toronto win uh, some games down the stretch, but I think Hamilton pulls out with this one right now. Um, Saskatchewan versus Winnipeg, the Banjo Bowl, um, which is the start of a triple header on the Saturday, which uh, yes. that's a lot of sitting in front of the TV. Not that I'm complaining, but it's going to be. Um, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg. We know that uh, Winnipeg took the first one. Who takes the second one? Superfan Mike. Uh, well, I said they were going to split the series. I did say that Saskatchewan would win the home game, but I think that they're going to turn things around. It wasn't that far off. Um, as much as Winnipeg did have a, a stifling defense, I think Saskatchewan will find a way to counter and they'll take okay. this one. Uh, I'm going to take Winnipeg to sweep. I didn't think they'd win last weekend, but I, I, I don't know. That defense is... 
they're, they're, they're showing some different looks all the time and they're getting better. Uh, so uh, I think it's a massive game. I think Winnipeg finds a way to pull that one out. Brazilian tie. Uh, Winnipeg. Oh, you're also, I'm, I'm a little surprised by that. Okay. Yeah. I, well, I, I said that they would split two and that Saskatchewan would win the home game. And cause I just, I don't see the Riders going into Winnipeg and winning a football okay. game right now. Oh, that's fair. I don't see a lot of people. I don't see a lot of teams going into Winnipeg and winning a football game. Different goalposts. <laughs> you never know. Well, I mean, it's the closest. The closest. The closest team is still a ten-hour bus ride, or right. whatever it is. So, I mean, you get all cramped up. And Must be that. Just home That's field right. You can't fly in. That's the problem. Um, yeah. The uh, yeah. I'm, I wa- wonder you if got one in there. you did. One well in. done. I'm glad that nice. you figured that out. Uh, yeah. No. No mops there. Is that the, that's what you're saying, Mike? No most outstanding posts? Well, I'm saying okay. it's a different post. Oh, just checking. Right? So. Okay, all right. They got it was more a crossbar. It was a crossbar. Hey, they got film on them. Oh, post. MOC. Okay, that's what we needed. Yeah, okay, perfect. We could have both. Yeah. Uh, that... Yeah, that MOC was more deserving than the one who got it last year. Okay, uh, let, at the Grey Cup, I mean. All right, so let's go to uh, <laughs> Ottawa and BC. Uh, this one out in BC. And uh, besides the fact that all of us have already slot in the BC defense for our fantasy lineups because we all play with the defense, uh, I am going to be picking BC to win that game, uh, especially coming off the bye. Um, although... Uh, you know, Ottawa had moments with Dom Davis. Um, you get some film. I, I think I think BC pulls this one out. Brazilian tie. Yeah, I, Ottawa's a dumpster fire. All right. <laughs> like I'm surprised that we. I'm surprised we've been picking this. <laughs> well, we. are just trying to be fair. Yeah, exactly. To. Mike. Yeah, yeah uh, it, Ottawa's in a bit of a tailspin right now. Um, I don't think it matters who they have behind center. At some point. Uh, they're gonna to have to figure things out, but yeah, it's just it's yeah. gonna be BC. Okay. I, I asked the, I asked this question about Hugh O'Neill, but I've asked it about Matt Nichols. Is he on the roster in a week Ooh. or two? Um, hmm. I think so because who else do they have? That's like, also fair. That, that's the thing is that Matt Nichols. I, I think that he's showing that he's ha- having some problems getting the ball out. Like, I, I, know, I don't know if that's still mm-hmm. a lingering injury. I don't know if that's just arm strength is not returned or, or the year off, you know, had an effect. I don't know. Yep. But the thing is that he knows how to read a play and he can teach that to other guys. So, so he, and, he, and he knows the La Police system too. So I don't think that he goes off the roster just because he can be helpful still. If they had another up and coming guy, I might say maybe, but I, yeah. I don't know. That's my thought on it. I'm sure that he'll manage sense. to stay. Oh, points, <laughs> points. <laughs> Brazilian Ty says, "Well done, super fan." Yeah, that was, oh, that that was, was very was good. So okay, good. I was wondering how we were going to put one in. <laughs> that's you it. have to. Yeah. I love the exactly. Um, <laughs> how you're going to work one in? I love it. I love it. Okay. Uh, Brazilian tie. Give us our uh, prop bet for the Elks this week. Um, let's go. Well, he almost threw for 400 yards. So I'll say passing yards for passing Trevor Passing yards for Trevor Harris. Okay. Uh, I am going to set the line this week at uh, 
299 and a half. Oh. oh. Interesting. Yes, because they have film now. They have a different move. Uh, over, under, Brazilian tie. What do you say? Oh, over. I'll take the over okay. all day on that. The over is way more yeah. fun to bet because it's always alive. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. That's true. Super fan. <laughs> Yeah, I think they are going to rely a little more on the mm-hmm. run game this uh, coming game just to, to mix things up a bit. But uh, all they need is a couple of good strikes and, and you've got 150 sure. yards, right? So, um, yeah, I think I think we'll okay. go over. And uh, you know what? I thought somebody would go under, so I'm, but I'm going over too. Uh, I, but I, I don't think by uh, much, though. I think it'll – like I don't think he does the 400 again. No, it's like 300. Like, I was like 302. Yeah. Like, I think he just crosses it. Like, that's why I was putting oh. a line where I put it. So I think he just gets over. I, I agree with you, Mike. I think they'll have to rely on the run game a little bit more to, to make that happen. So, um, all right. Do we have any other uh, YouTube things that we need to bring up here? Uh, yeah. So Tim Capper says, I can't believe you guys didn't make a comment on Calgary's attempt to keep the Elks out of their yard with the barbed wire on the helmet stripe. Oh. Well... That is, that's just so arena league. Oh, can I? Can, Maybe next week they get it around their arm. That'll be nice. Can, <laughs> can I also say that I hope more and more teams keep going with the Elmer Fudd, be very, very quiet. We're hunting elk because every time they do it, we win. So please keep doing that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Good. Yeah. And again, the Milwaukee Bucks aren't really complaining about no. being prey. No, no, no. Um, and horses aren't predators, <laughs> so I don't get it. Anyway, um, can Ludwig also posts, uh, Ottawa is a very bad team on offense. Uh, and that's uh, hard to argue. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been bad. And he says, we have to stretch the defense over. We have to stretch, we have to stretch their defense. Okay. The defense. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and he's saying, he's saying the over that's on it. 399 or 299 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yep. I didn't say 399. I said 299 just to make sure. Yeah. Whoa. No. Okay. Yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just pulled I just pulled a Mike Riley on you. Sorry, Brazilian tie. Oh, so why? Why do you for do that? This? That's why. Quick, the BC Lions owe me a hundred dollars, and nobody will convince me otherwise. Where's the heart rate? Yeah, there Where's it goes. The okay, yeah, just checking. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's good to know. Oh, very good. Wow. I've got to let that one stir a little bit before we get too care too carried away. Um, all right, anything else on there, super fan? No, that's the okay, end right now. perfect. Well, then we will do this very quickly. This episode is also brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which publishes curiosity-driven stories, topical newsletters, and locally focused podcasts, all in the service of informing Edmontons about their community. Taproot publishes a weekly regional roundup, bringing together the latest headlines and happenings from the Edmonton region. It's curated by Stephen Cook, who does a great job of keeping an eye on what's going on in the 15 communities that make up the capital region. Subscribe to the regional roundup for free at taprootedmonton.ca. Well, thank you for joining us, Brazilian Ty. It was, uh, it's nice to keep, continue the tradition of having you here on Labor Day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I keep agreeing to this because, you know, I figured that I would be not welcome after ditching Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I did uh, – I found a way through just so that everybody understands. <laughs> I did ask Ty to help me okay. with my NFL fantasy draft because my knowledge as I get past around – a round eight is a little less than stellar. And uh, in past years, Brazilian Ty has – very 
helpful and come on to help me out. And last night when I was in the middle of, oh my God, what do I do now? He was not returning my texts. So I <laughs> was thinking, well, this is, this is less helpful. So to say the least, I now have a excellent thing to continue to bug you about for many years to come. Uh, you're still welcome on this show to talk CFL whenever, but if we go to talk NFL, I'm going to say, well, I don't know if we can talk about that because I don't know if you'd show up. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Well, on every Labor Day Monday, uh, if I'm not working, like 2019, we went yes. to the game. I had to drive home, so I, which didn't bother me at all because I couldn't drink there on Sunday. There you go. Sunday. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> after my performance on Saturday. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, I just, I glutton yes, for punishment. We, we love having you here and, and chatting football and, and thank you for doing all of the stats and things. Uh, I, I, I found that very helpful yes. for fantasy so far this year. So tell everybody where can they find uh, all of the great stats and where they can follow you on Twitter for good laughs and all those types of things. Uh, Twitter, at Brazilian underscore tie. There is, yes. Underscore in there. Yes. You went over that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Sundays, or well, usually Sundays, uh, we'll post the stats for the week on our website. And then on Thursday morning, or Wednesday morning, sorry, or Wednesday, sometime Wednesday, I'll put out uh, the stats leading into the week. So uh, players' career averages. Uh, averages against the opponent they're playing and the, their season average so far. And that's at uh, 2 and out.ca. Uh, I think it's a, it's like a WordPress yeah. website. So I, th- I think it just auto directs there anyway. And then we're tweeting all about those links out uh, from the account podcast or the account, uh, the podcast account on Twitter and our own personal. Fantastic. Outstanding. Super fan. Where does everybody find you again? Uh, they can find me at 56 Parkies, and then the history and horde is at Edmonton History. That's at E-D-M-H-I-S-T-O-R-E. And then, of course, you can find us at the Turf District. You can find us on all of the different uh, channels, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. That's the other one, the one that usually usually yes. use the most. Uh, I should I should probably you, know. You guys don't have TikTok? Uh, no. No, no we're adults. Yeah, it's, it's not really. Oh. Yeah, I don't, don't have, have it either. Well... <laughs> Uh huh. Sure. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone Legally, now search yes. Brazilian Thai. Yes. That's right. Um, on TikTok. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to find it if I might be yeah. really funny. Um, now make sure you're following Pay It Forward with football, of course, uh, as they get ready to send uh, more people to the games this coming week. Uh, and of course, find out all of the great shows, much like the Two and Out podcast, on the CFPN. And you can also find them on the Alberta Podcast Network. And where do you find all the shows for that? AlbertaPodcastNetwork.com. There, I was waiting for Mike Snicker, but it took a second. All right. Uh, we will yeah. be back next week, of course, to talk about the now three and two Elks after we win again and sweep yes. this week, which we've all picked as Trevor Harris goes for over 300 yards as we've all picked over the over. Uh, and then we can play Ballantine's uh, comments once again and have a great laugh about it. So make sure you join us next week for Brazilian Thai Commissioner Kayla and Superfan Mike. I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch football with your face and we will absolutely talk to you next week thanks for listening find more great shows like this at cf pod network on twitter 